You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's R&B Divas LA After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's R&B Divas LA After no, Show. No, damn it, sorry. You're going to be the What are we listening to? Because I'm in the jungle today, baby. Yes, you are. Look at that. I am the queen of Zamunda. Yes, sir. Zamunda is actually not a real. Duh. It's not real. Why are you saying that? Like I don't know that. <laughs> well, anywho, uh, Bingus for doing, and we are doing another AfterBuzz uh, recap on R&B Divas LA. I'm your host, Bam Erickson. Please introduce yourself. I'm a co-host, Megan Thomas, also known as at Meg Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can call me the Queen of Zamunda if you'd like. Hello, I am Alfred, known as Thomas II. At Oz on Black. And I'm Larice Peoples at True Peoples. My brother. And so, Divas <laughs> Throwdown, um, oh. episode six of season one of RB Divas LA. So, what are your thoughts, just really quickly? Just give me a word or two that I describes. knew it, and uh, <laughs> sad to see, but I'm glad. I mean, the way this is coming to the head, I'm cool with because I think uh, the right characters are standing up for themselves, and the other characters are showing their true colors. I think it definitely was a showdown because a showdown between individuals who felt that. Kelly's not doing her part or somebody's not doing their part. So it's starting to become more of a nitpicking battle now. And it's really want to see who's going to basically outshine the next person. Again, Kelly is not my friend (laughs) in my head this week. I don't know if she'll ever recover to being my friend in my head anymore. Three strikes. Three strikes. Um, I'm just not happy with this situation, especially because. It's getting real, guys. I it's think getting kind of heavy. I know when you see, and then when you see the previews for next week, I just think it's. I think Turned this is, up. This is getting. I'm not happy about this. I mm. am excited for next week episode because, like, like you said, you just kind of see the true color of each individual, and you really kind of see like how they feel about each other. And you know what the show sh- is about. You're excited because Claudette is back <laughs> next oh, week. Yeah, she's was, been missing. That's yeah. why you're really excited. I, I was like, man, where's Claudette? Quiet kept. Like, she, nobody's here. I, it's glad to see Michelle back. I love her. Right. She's my favorite. <laughs> my, right now. My thoughts are not so what who cares, but it's like I don't it's <laughs> man, you're a harsh it's, critic. It's just it's it's gone so far left and I feel like uh-huh. Is gone far left for no reason at all. But I, go ahead. And again, I'll go back to when they felt certain ways about certain. Well, it was some. I don't kill it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they should have. They, this all could have been. This all could have been prevented a long time ago. Yes. If they could have said something to each other versus saying it to the confessional. Right. Mm. And so let's just let's just get right into it. So I let's. Mean, I kind of disagree because I just feel like everybody kind of was saying their part before. 
Kelly's just been missing in action, so everybody they wasn't able to confront Kelly about it. So then now that they confronted Kelly about it, it's more like, well, how do you feel? But they had a couple rehearsals prior. But see, this is my problem. Shantae told Kelly that she was going to bring in a producer, which we find out from Fred and Little Mo confirmed it um, on uh, the Breakfast Club that. Lafred was brought in from the from the TV One. Yeah. So I don't understand why Kelly's making such a big deal about this when TV One brought Fred in. Mm. I don't get it. I think the bigger issue is that Kelly wants to be in control, and because she's not in control, that's the reason why she feels the way she feels. She has the aggression towards um, Shantae against Fred because she no, she no longer has control, even though it's her baby, it's her idea, but ultimately someone else is taking control of her project. Cause well, lack of effort of her being there in the direction. All right. Well, let's just let's just take control over the show and let's recap it. Let's go into Don and her fertility issues. What do you guys think about? I that? think I'm, I'm, I'm glad, glad that. that. Wait, 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 wait! Stop. Hammer time. Both of you in a <laughs> in unison said you're glad. That means you two actually agree. I know. Hey, you know, it's a first time for everything. Right. Oh, my goodness. The fat lady has sung. <laughs> so what I say is, don't be looking like that. Anyway, bam. What I'll say is, I am so glad that Dawn is looking into other avenues of reproduction. Because, you know, she was saying at first that she didn't want to have... Um, you know, an adoption. So th- I think this is really good, especially when there's kids that are in the foster system that, which is where she went for, you know, to adopt children. I think that's amazing because there's a lot of children who need love, who have maybe not have such, such favorable lives, especially yeah. going through the foster system. It might, it may not always be good. So I'm glad they at least looked into that route and have left that door open. I mean, <clears throat> I'm glad she kind of, I, I agree with you, uh, Megan, where she's actually, she's looking outside of her own personal efforts of conceiving a child. Because again, she goes to the holistic doctor to kind of really understand what can I possibly do? Uh, what are my percentages of being able to conceive a child? I feel like she's going to the holistic route because the doctor has basically told her no. the chances are not looking so great. So now it's, it's one of those things where you, where you, if you have a friend who tells you, <laughs> can we just can we use? No, you can't. We're gonna use it as an example. Okay, so I it looks. I think you look pretty. I think you do look like a queen. But there are some people here who don't who don't think. <laughs> I know there's some people hating looks, on my Queen of the Moon beauty and today. So if, and if so, if you didn't like if you didn't like what. Other people were saying about about your headscarf. You would keep going to other people until somebody told you, "Girl, you look good. Girl, you look good." I, and I feel like Don is that's the same. I feel like that's what Don Don is doing. The doctors has told her one thing, so she's going to keep going until she tells somebody. It, it tells someone that she can potentially have babies. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is is that you never want to kind of go with your first opinion. She's just kind of seeking a second opinion. And for her sake, in her mind, she feel like going to a holistic doctor kind of give her like a, a more versed opinion about her conceiving children. Um, I mean, she has the hope and dream like, hey, if I can't conceive a child, again, like you said, she'd go through foster care or something. But her ultimate goal, she would like to conceive a child. She's trying to basically, basically <laughs> exalt any possible um, avenue that she's able to conceive a child. I, I mean, disagree. I, I really think, I mean... As the episode even goes on, I mean, I hate to say this about Don, but she's a little bit of a, a jellyfish. 
codfish is what we used to call them. Uh, it's like <laughs> she just really. <laughs> I say it, it's it, like she's a. She doesn't have a, like a strong backbone, a strong strong oh, gotcha. stance for herself. So oh, when fabulous. I say she's really jelly with it, like she needs to hear, you know, oh he tells me no, I need to hear yes, I'll pay for it. I was like, my thoughts were, you could pay me if you really want somebody to lie to you. You don't have to necessarily go to dad and I take mean, that full extent. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, when it comes to the way she carries mm-hmm. herself and a lot of her reactions to her situations, I felt like she even admits, I just need to hear yes. Right then after the dude says, yeah, it's a little bit more possible. Because she was, the last thing she wanted to hear from the holistic doctor is that it's a hard thing. And then when he gave her that list of stuff she had to do, she didn't even look like she was in gear to really, she didn't care about it. She just wanted to hear, it's still possible. But you know, I mean, for her, she's just attached to the whole. I mean, I it's, think she should be. I, I feel like this. Yes, Dawn's old. And as the doctor said, her, her she's eggs not old. are. She's just. Uh, no, she's for getting, childbearing, gotcha. she's. She's almost a menopausal age. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So what I'm saying is, I understand the doctor said her, her eggs are probably rotten. She did say in this episode that she's had um, her her ovary and her tube removed. So she is left with one with working fibroids. ovary. So Yeah, because of the fibroids. So now she's, she's, and she even said that there's still some fibroids that are left in there. So the situation's not looking good. I'm just mm. saying, you got the age issue, you've got one ovary left, you got fibroids, you've got the stuff that are still in there. So it's not looking too good for her, but I feel like she is, <laughs> I'm happy with her still being like, you know what, there, where there's a will, there's a way. I, so, I and and another thing is, too. hold on, and, and maybe she can't use her own egg because they might be too old. But uteruses never get old, by the way. You can still carry a baby at like 80 or 90. It might not be your own DNA, but mm. you can still, a woman can still carry a baby in a uterus. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, but I think Don just like that little kid who goes to mom. Mom say, no, you can't have it. But then go to dad until she actually, somebody finally gives her what she wants until she really realized that, hey, you know what? I'm not going to have it. I basically have to like choose some other options in life. And I just feel that's what she, that she, she's acting like on this issue. But I question though about that what do y'all think about her when she was talking to the lady and um the foster care lady and she was saying how like you know we're in a relationship now and this is somebody that you know i'm committed to do you feel like they're st- her and her boyfriend chris are stable enough to nope. be br- taking care of children together because nope. one of the things that she said w- what she said and i don't know if she was joking or if this was for the camera but she did say that um that I, his stability or his uh, uh, mentally, eh, I'm not really sure, but he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. There was, yeah. there, there was something. Well, how that, new was this relationship? Right. She said, she, she said, said six months. She said, uh, mentality, eh, I don't know, but they've only been dating for six months. That's not long yeah. enough it's, to know that But hold on, but they're almost 50, so do you really need to be with somebody for that long if you're but almost close to 50? At the same time, like six months, you can't literally, I, you know, know somebody in a year. But we did say, well, I know I did, I think, I think Megan and I did say that last week, you know, at that age, you don't have to right. date for two years. <laughs> To know that you, you. I mean, that's but true she doesn't too, look like the type of person that makes those strong decisions. She looks like somebody who settles. And I yes. would more so think that she was like, I really want this kid now. He and I are engaged in each other enough. You know what I mean? He seems to like to have sex and clearly, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, likes to be around her and enjoys her company. It seems to be the silly kind of character for her straight scary all the time kind of um, attitude. I think that definitely it plays into the decision she's making now and him being so silly to take that situation and play. I I mean, 
I like him as a guy. I think he's a positive image in the sense of what she's going through, <clears throat> but in the sense of making practical decisions for your life, I don't, I don't think, think that he's right. the best decision for her. I don't think both of them make a rational decision decision about having this child. I mean, I, I, I like to date somebody at that age. Okay, cool, we can be together, but for both of us to try to conceive a child within six months, I just think it's just an irrational decision that both of them are trying to make right now. And another thing, I, I want to say, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, when the doctor asked her question, she said, do you exercise? She said she doesn't have energy. Let me say this. <laughs> For someone who has two kids and raised two kids, it, it, you have, you have the, the young stage where they're going to run you like crazy. You got to get up at night because you have to, you have <clears throat> to adjust to their schedule. Exactly. Then when they're, when, then there's a the preschool age where, um, they're, they're, they're still active. Right. Then there's junior high. And then there's so many stages of having kids. If you exactly. don't exercise to do 45 minutes of exercise. That's yeah. a lie because I know some people. Uh, look at Honey Boo Boo's mom. I'm pretty sure she doesn't exercise. And she's got a crap load of kids. So I but, don't think you have to exercise. But Don, to says, Don says that she doesn't have the energy. All I'm saying Already. is that, is that her, at her age to, to, have, to, to carry a child. It's going to be draining. It's going to be draining. It's going to be tight. Then that's there's anybody. the birth. No, I mean, but, but. What woman says, I have all the energy to have kids? Right no the, woman. Right everybody's tired. But at the same time, you look at 40 years old. She already said she don't have energy. She probably don't eat right. She don't exercise. And she probably don't take any vitamins. So the possibility of she actually having kids and even like going through nine months of pregnancy, she's going to be exhausted and trying to pursue a career in music all over again. No, it's not going to happen. Any woman can do that. Like it's, that's the norm. I don't think there's any woman that's like, okay, I'm full of energy. I'm full of life. I'm going to have my kid right now. No, 90% of women that have children are tired. Okay. I I understand that. And you end up getting more energy. It comes from nowhere. Between the age of 22 and 30. But it doesn't matter if you're going to have kids. I'm I'm not against her having children at late, this late in life. I'm just saying she should probably think of other avenues. Maybe you get a donor egg instead of using your own. I'm just saying she should think about other stuff. I think it's okay for her to be still be a mom at 47. I understand that. She's 47. But she's 47. Yeah. But all I'm saying is that if so she's saying that she's that's tired, discrimination. She's not, yeah. Look at his face when you said 47. She's 47. She's 47. 40, but 47. I wish that I can look at your faces right now when you guys go on iTunes. So make sure that you go to iTunes, you download, you rate, you tell a friend, and you keep us in the top 20 for here yes. at After Buzz TV. So thank you guys, iTunes. And thank Five you also stars. thank you also for the comments on YouTube as well. Okay, well, I Don't think... Don't y'all know when she have a kid, he graduates, she's going to be 65. So yeah. what's wrong with that? <laughs> I don't know if y'all didn't do the what's math not, or something. What's wrong with having old just, parents? But 65 but, in high school? So? But I will say this. I was just saying. I, I, I will say this. Um, Roseanne Barr, you know, said that one of the things that she's very happy that she had a child in her 40s, but she said... I, she I, she said my ass is too old for this. <laughs> now she's in her sixties and her kid is like eighteen, nineteen. She was like, "Whoa, I'm just too old for this. I'm glad I'm a child." But uh, she said, "What was I thinking?" That's all I'm gonna say. So now let's go forward. <laughs> let's go forward Ooh, with delicious. with that. And now let's go into let's go into little Mo and her family and and the transition of trying to move to L.A. Little Mo, Little Mo wants to move to L.A. Mm-hmm. and her husband, manager, Philip. I like the three-step process. 
I think it's like, again, you kind of try it out. Cause they have a lot going on either mm-hmm. way. She have kids. They have a business back home. And Little Mo just want to kind of go 100 miles. Like, I just want to be here. But it, you got to look at the realistic fact that you have a business back home. Let's try it out. See how it works. If it works for us, then we kind of be bi-coastal. And if it really works for us between being bi-coastal, we can just pretty much pick up the family and move. But we're her just deciding, like, hey, I want to be here because I want to pursue my career, reunite my career. I think it's like she needed to slow down and just listen to her husband. But I think also I like the pull and tug of this particular um, situation because it, it is dope to see that you have a strong family foundation and they clearly have it to where they have the unity between the husband, the wife, the kids, and the grandparents to where that does matter. And I like to see that, you know, her pursuing her dreams at that age if you have accomplished a lot it never ends you know what i'm saying but once you accomplish something there's something to salvage there's something that will uh get in the way of your progression if you really you know heed to the things that those components need in that family like they need to be kind of attached to the family life the grandmas and being in the neighborhood and the fact that she had a child out of another marriage that whole unity and that father even though he's not making it hard like um Shantae's uh husband is for her I think it's definitely a situation where I'm glad that he's being considered and the and Phil uh he definitely cares about what's the family is going through. Yeah. I mean, I will say that I am glad that I, I like their relationship. You know, she's the one thing about I can say about little Mo is she's definitely a down wife. She's down for her husband. She's not she's not belittling. She really is like, look, this is what I want to yeah. do. They have a good report, but she's she's willing to compromise. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will say that I love that about her. I love the relationship. She's not one of those. You're going to do as I say type of women. To her husband, you know, she plays a role. So I, I, I like that about her. But this is what I don't like about the three-step process. And this is the same thing that Little Mo says. She says, okay, that's fine. But let's put this into action. Because the problem with the three-step process is that there's no time involved. He doesn't have, like, okay, we'll try this out for six months. You have to quantify how long we're going to do this. Or else you're going to be doing a three-step process <laughs> for ten years. And he's still like, we still trying it out. we still trying to see if we want to move. So I agree with Little Mo in the fact that she's like, okay, Let's just, we're going to have to put this into action then. So that means let's come up with the time frame. We're going to try this out for this amount of time. And at that time, we'll have another conversation about what we're going to do from that point forward. So I I I, I agree. Mm -hmm. Any any new adventure or any business, you got to kind of have that time format. Whether it's going to be two months, six months, or even if it's bi-coastal. Let's go see how you do within the first two or three months. If it works out, things hit off for you, great. You you can spend more time. I I agree with you. I think for the sake of TV, I think if the cameras are off and they're taping the show, I think they're probably thinking, let's go to L.A., let's tape the show, let's do R.B. Divas, let's see how things work out after the show airs and things and see how things go. And if things doesn't go as planned, then we'll move back to Baltimore. That's in my head what I'm thinking and what the real which conversation is, is, yeah. which is, which a, smart is a smart move because basically them doing the show is probably three or four months getting so, paid, and getting vacation. paid. So that's already that's already right. step one. Right. Uh, I mean, I hope that little Mo is in LA because little Mo if you're in LA and I know you watch After Buzz we want to come to your show we want to I want to come to your house and I want to fry mm-hmm. you some gluten free fried chicken because I know you like fried chicken so hey. I, <laughs> I want to come to your house I hope you're in LA and I want to fry you some gluten free chicken and I want to sing with you oh. don't be hating on me you know what I'm saying you oh, just completely say- ruined a good I did not PA that was amazing see you're going to get mad when she wants to do a duet with me <laughs> 
Why are you laughing? No, I want to say this though. I was. I'm glad that she finally got a, a tattoo when it was a good experience. Because remember, she said she always yeah, got tattoos when something bad. So at least she got little Jonah's name on her arm. You know. I don't know why they put all that um, rap on her arm though for that little name on the. Why do they put Saran up on? I don't know. You it's it's to keep, it, um, keep the color in the moisture. Protect the tattoo. Oh, is that um, what it yeah. is? But I don't think her whole arm needed to be stuck up like <laughs> but that. But you like, can't just God. put a piece of saran wrap on that tape. That's it. I mean, it just was a all. That's what I'm saying. That's just yeah, that's, that's, oh, that's not what you're supposed to do. You don't need all that. Oh, I don't have no tattoo. I don't know. Yeah, but I. It was interesting how. I mean, she lay right there on that table, and she had a full conversation. I mean, I've seen people take stuff to get tattoos and she was just laying down there having conversations but once you have that many tattoos you kind of know your your pain threshold and, yeah. and it's actually sometimes comfort, comforting to talk to somebody or be engaged in something me personally I like to look at it like you know what I'm saying but some people like to talk and be yeah. distracted yeah. She got to talk out her situation with her husband. I love yeah. Lil Mo. I, I just li- want to say that. Yeah, I like I like where they have conversations. They were at the Grove uh, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Now they're at the tattoo shop and in the studio. And and they were in the studio as well. So I really enjoyed Lil Mo and her husband Philip. Mm-hmm. So now talking about speaking about family, let's go into Shantae and her situation with her ex husband Cinder. Kenny Lattimore. Lattimore. And they're not buddies. Mm, mm, But mm. what you can do is be our buddy and go to SerialBuddies.com and download the movie Adventures of Serial Buddies because this movie is amazing. It's funny. It's like Dexter meets Dumb and Dumber. Really funny. Serial Buddy killer comedy. So make sure you go to SerialBuddies.com and you can also go to iTunes and search for Adventures of Serial Buddies. Downloading the movie helps us here at AfterBuzz TV. It keeps us ad-free, buffering-free. It keeps us able to keep the lights on and have this great show for you. So make sure you go to SerialBuddies.com and download the movies Adventures of Serial Buddies. Alright, so mm-hmm. let's go back to Shantae Moore and her legal issue with her ex-husband, Kenny Lattimore. What do you guys think? I think it's a circus. I think um, <laughs> I mean I would hate to think that anything of her success would bring somebody bothering her to the degree he is at this particular time. But, you know, like I said, I always, it's a very, uh, twist, kind of fickle thing when you're getting into kids and, 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 and people fighting over them. I don't really know the whole truth. And even in, um, Don's situation with things about her ex-husband, you know, I, I think once you get into that kind of category, it becomes, uh, personal business. It's just unfortunate <laughs> that it's, it's made its way to, um, be blasted out in front of everybody. But I feel really um, sad for her, especially with her having to deal with so much, deal with these women. And then you have something like that in your life, as well as what Donna's going through with, you know, trying to um, conceive a kid. I think it I think it's 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 really um, a reality shock for those who may look at these stars and think that, you know, they don't have to juggle what they go through and the gossip or the people lashing out at them as they're trying to continue their successful careers or get things together i think it 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 was just uh just a sad thing to look at you know what i mean i hate to see a a woman in that situation 
I think overall, like you said, we really don't know the whole entire story between Kenny and Shantae. I mean, she's telling us she's a great parent, and she don't know why Kenny want to do this. He's being spiteful. But just, again, you, it's two sides to every story. I mean, for whoever, whoever it is, and for whatever it is, I just wish that you know whoever have the kids that it, they, it, they have the best interest of the kids. Right. And, and also with Shantae re- being honest enough to reveal this because she didn't have to. She didn't have to reveal the storyline. Um, mm-hmm. She could have chose to do music or whatever her storyline is. Uh, she could have chose to have something different. But, you know, the reality is their son, KJ, is probably going to hear about it if mm-hmm. he's not familiar with what's going on. So he's going to hear from it. And so it could potentially affect the, ch- the child. Sometimes it doesn't affect the child. But I'm not going to take sides, but I'll just say this. Both of them are successful singers and in order to keep the lights on in your house, you make albums, you sing and plays, and you record and you tour, which I know both of them do that at some point throughout the year in order to pay the bills. To, right. to pay the bills. So I just wonder, she tours, he tours, how could there how could one be neglectful or you know what I'm saying? Like they both are in the same business. So to mm. say that She's not there. They work. Eat, they, they're, right. they're, my thing is, when I, are you going to do much better? Yeah. yeah. Like, what life are you providing I mean, I, that I, the sun that's, is... This, this is why I have a problem with this, because we're seeing it from Shantae's perspective, and mm-hmm. her perspective is, you know, I mean, she's the custodial parent, obviously, yeah. and she's like, I'm a good parent, which she probably is. But at the same time, why can't Kenny be a good parent? Maybe he's a good parent, too. All we're hearing from her is that... He wants legal custody of their son. So why can't he have legal custody? Because you have it right now. So what is the difference? Because both of you are in the same profession. Both of you will probably be gone the same amount of time. So what makes you a better parent that you should have legal custody over Kenny? And that's a piece of information that we're missing that Mm -hmm. we would, that hopefully we get in other episodes that we can be like, okay, I'm riding with you, Shantae, on this. There was, there was one thing that Shantae did say when she was speaking, when she was talking with Lodamo. She says, you know, why can't you be the best dad on your own time? But also, but see, but that's what I'm saying. But that, there's a problem with that because I, didn't that, like, I don't. I'm just saying that I didn't like that comment. Yeah, I didn't either yeah. because what that implies is my time as the legal custodial parent is more. I should have more time with him than you do because technically, whoever has legal custody probably has more, more say as to what can happen with the child. Mm. So if so, for me, it's kind of like, well, what's wrong with him having legal custody and then you being the parent that maybe doesn't have as much time and you just be the best mom that you can be when you have time with them? I mean, but she also made a, the, I mean? the statement about if Kenny was the legal guardian that he would try to basically control and dictate the time that she see KJ. Which I'm sh- she's probably doing right it, exactly. now. Exactly. So it's probably like <laughs> she don't want to do the same. She don't want it to be the same thing that she's doing that he would do to her. It's just like one of those battles, like when you kind of divorce and you have a child involved, somebody's always wrong in the other person's eye. Again, like we don't know the full story. We can't say, oh, what Kenny did is or Shantae doing, doing this. We just hear Shantae's eyes. So I think it brings up a good point, though, in our in our legal system when it comes to family law and the stuff that goes on with families. It's just so sad because at the end of the day, the only person that gets hurt is a child. <laughs> child. You know what I'm saying? Why can't you have why can't it just be 50 50? You know, it's tough. You can't make decisions like that. You know, sometimes one parent wants the child to eat this. The other parent wants the other child to eat this. So it it gets really hairy. I understand that. But it just sucks because the children end up getting hurt. Hurt. Yeah. Yeah. 
So let's now go on to speaking of battles. Let's go to the whole Shante Kelly situation, and there's a lot that we need to discuss with this. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think about the whole Timberlands and Vaseline? And I got a blade in the bag. I'm uh, saying I love you, Kelly Price. You're not my friend in my head anymore. But I will. I don't know. I think she was playing dumb. I think she yes, really. Yes. You know. Yes. I think well, she, she was, was just like, uh, you know, I just brought that out. No, you brought it out for a reason. But that just right. just how she disrespected Fred and tried to act like it was a scene that she all of a sudden decided to throw at him. <laughs> I'm like, I just think that when she, when she got her back up against the wall, she kind of plays that naive role. Like, oh, it yeah, was she nothing. played dumb, real dumb. It's like though. real dumb. Like, oh, huh? did it What'd really happen? Can you huh? refresh my memory? <laughs> like, huh? seriously. I was like, huh? <laughs> who has at the table when someone asked you a question? No. Like, uh, if you took you, it that way, I didn't mean it that way. Like, seriously, Kelly? Okay, but for me, Kelly, sorry, but the dead giveaway was <laughs> when you walked into the building, you had your sunglasses on, right. and you could, when you have sunglasses on, I mean, we, we You're talking about the with her, Shantae, yes. Little Mo? I mean, yeah. I, I'm guilty. I have wore sunglasses in building because I was trying to be cool, but if I'm having a conversation... <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry. I could just see you with your glasses. <laughs> and so... It's, but when you're having a, a serious conversation, yeah. especially when there's been there's been problems and right. issues, if Larissa and I was beefing or there's been some tension, I wouldn't come in the room looking with looking <laughs> all lean back with my with sunglasses because it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful, and you're already you're basically already hiding. you're already hiding, basically right. saying I'm here, but I don't really I'm not trying to look at you, and that's yeah. what Kelly did. So the whole sunglasses was a dead giveaway in the and in th- this. <clears throat> Huh? But but at but the same time, she was like, she was like, like, she was like <laughs> huh? Like, but she kind of came huh? and was like, oh, I didn't really want to come in this conversation because I knew it, we were going like pretty much. I knew we was going to talk about this, so I really want to talk about it. So I'm just kind of like here, and like her response to everything was just like whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, I'm about to drop the bomb on y'all right now. Like boom, I don't want to be part of this anymore. That was, right. like, um, that was expected as a mug. It was just I a matter mean, of time. Yeah, it I was. Just, I, I mean, I think it's if he, if she, if she truly brought the Vaseline, the tub of Vaseline and the Tims and the straight edge, <laughs> if she truly brought that as props, when they brought this to her attention, like, yeah, Shantae said, I felt like you were directing that. I mean, she'd have been like, what? Oh, no, no. Like, compl- well, no, yeah. she would, even this stuff, she would have been completely floored and, and blindsided and surprised. Like, what are you talking about? I didn't bring that for you. That's not how she was. She was just like, huh? That was for y'all. And another thing, Kelly says, you know, we were at rehearsal and I was bringing props. Y'all have been in a a building, a rehearsal building, but y'all ain't had a rehearsal yet. Not one. And she hadn't hadn't planned to have a rehearsal. Absolutely. So I'm sorry, but I I just, that was just BS. Not team Kelly. Not at all. But then she goes on to say, when Little Mo says, basically, I'm for Team Fred, and this is what we're moving forward with and trying to get her perspective if she was going to stay or she was going to go, then she says that um, she's booked. But but, but Little Mo said, like, okay, is he going to be one of the directors, too? Is what she said. She uh-huh. wasn't saying Fred's gonna be the pr- the primary director, but she's like, "Oh, is Fred gonna be one of the director?" And Kelly was just kind of like, "Whatever." She's not really interested. Mm-mm. To say okay, to say that she's booked, she admitted that she had, you know, she hasn't been responsive and she hasn't been able to to plan and organize this. For me, 
when you are having an event or a party, for instance, Black has something that's going on starting September. He's been planning for this event for all month. He's been planning for this. Liars. For, yeah, he's been planning for a long Food. time. And so he set a date. How can you come on national TV? You tell these other five women, I have this monologue that I want to do. You say you have a director, but you really didn't because we noticed that you called Tori when you was at rehearsal. <laughs> right. All right, so that that was that seemed that was untrue. On Close Lester. the third argument about that. Yes, or unless there was unless there was editing, just to play another side. You have plans all of this. There's no date, but then you say it was a it was alleged. It was um, it was um, it was uh, plans as if they had a couple weeks before this thing right. was on. So potentially maybe there was a date set. But now you're booked. Like you knew that you were going to do this yes. monologue a long time ago and your husband Jeffrey was already going over your schedule. So something's not right and it just sounds like just BS. She doesn't yeah. want to do it. I mean I, it is I think, BS. I think yeah. it's really but Again I just think it's just a factor of what she feels she no longer has control over her idea and because the girls are favoring Fred she feels like I don't <laughs> want to deal with it but this is the issue is you feel like oh you don't want to open up to fred which you did on episode four but at the same time it's like fred is there to orchestrate everything that's going on you came to rehearsal twice you pretty much and cause ruckus it caused ruckus disrupt the, the the rehearsal again fred's job is there okay let's put a structure all he did was create a structure even if you wanted tory to basically to be your number one the director producer it's okay cool Fred could actually come in, give idea, and y'all can pretty much co-produce this monologue together. But her her attitude is just disrupting everything. It's like Kelly really didn't want to do it for herself anyway. Yeah, my biggest thing is she didn't put any work in at any point. It was always in her head. It was always (laughs) something to talk about later. It was always something to prepare for. Not at all. She never did really prepare yeah. for it. And I so like, I was like, I don't get it. And I, I like how she was like, you know, I can't. I'm in the studio. And Little Mo said, I'm in the studio too. Right. But I, I, think, I think the bigger thing about the monologue is that this right here, that Kelly probably feel that, oh, I'm underprepared because everybody else is more prepared than me. And I don't want to basically let everybody outshine she, me. So I'm she, just going to no, back no, it out. Even, I don't even think it was that. She just, she couldn't even get past the fact that this was something that was her idea and she wanted to do it on her terms. So it wasn't even the fact that she was underprepared. She wasn't trying to prepare for it. I mean, she was just like, I'm, I don't want to do this because this is not the way I set it up in my head. It's my idea. So because of that, pump the brakes. Uh, you know, like I her. have to tell y'all this. I don't like the fact that she did not, she should have told all of them together. Yes. Or she should have sent a text message. She should have called these girls. It should have exactly. been some, well, since y'all called me in here to tell me, you know, to talk to me about a director. Oh, by the way, I'm not going to be doing this no more. I didn't like that. She yeah, should have been proactive and came to them to tell them that. Exactly. She decided to visit her old self in high school, middle school, <laughs> and truly had an experience at the playpen where somebody took her toy that she was about to touch and they made it seem like figured out how to work something on it and she was like bam no toy for nobody right i'm just gonna destroy everything yeah. and and i think she decided to ruin that thing as soon as shantae even told her to mention of the other director she was like oh you gonna get another director i'm about to blow yeah, this from, bad from boy day up. one I she, think just she was like, already on that disruptive it, it was just growing she was like y'all ain't gonna give it to me y'all ain't gonna give me back my baby Okay, okay, Vaseline time. I'm going to go outside of looking at the television, and I'm going to go toward TV One. 
I'm gonna I think maybe maybe this is something that TV One planned so that there's drama and ruckus. This had to be because Tori was hired by TV One. Kelly brought No, let's not say TV One, let's say the production company that produces Is there a wizard on this show? Yes. It's probably a wizard. Yeah. It's a wizard. Yeah. So I'm thinking that the production company that's affiliated with the show, maybe they caused this because I just think this it whole thing is, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to be honest all. with you. It doesn't make sense yeah. that she's, that she's, it's like, you know, me, 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 I'm first, I'm first. It's like this attitude that she all of a sudden has. Where did it come from? Yeah, I don't understand where I, it came I, from. But you I think also like, when she dropped the bomb, because you know how like sometimes people are like, oh yeah, we're going to build up, build up, build up, and I'm just going to drop the bomb on at the last moment, then they'll be like, they'll be crushed. Everything they work hard for, it's like, it's, it's, it's no longer exists. I'm just going to crush them by saying like, hey, I'm just going to pull out. Right. Like, and, and and Kelly's 40th birthday party. Mm-hmm. That was that was like the quickest scene. I I don't what what first I of all, it was, I think it was uneventful, but she did sing that song. Ooh. But at the same time, like for for her to feel like, oh well, I haven't seen Shantae. Why is Shantae here? She's still your friend. Y'all had a little battle. Y'all said what y'all have to say. It's your 40th birthday party. Apparently, that's not her friend. That's why she said that. They well, are but I think friends. it's stupid. I, I they should think, still be friends. I, just, I think Kelly just kind of being in herself, and like I just think it's just selfish and just kind of mean and cruel of Kelly. I hate to say that, Kelly, but at the same time, and I think it's kind of childish. It's still your friend, regardless. We, if me and Bam have a disagreement, or whatever. If it's a birthday party, I don't care if I ain't talked to him in, right. in three weeks. I'm still gonna go to the birthday party and say happy birthday to you. Yeah, and I Depends think Shantae. It is for me. Don't show up to my party. <laughs> <laughs> <things like that. laughs> no, but I think I mean for what happened, I think Shantae was right in still going because first of all, tech. Technically, her invitation never got rescinded. So, in that case, I'd still go. I'd be like, you it know what? It wasn't that deep for them, though. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't that deep. So, she felt like, okay, I'll still go. No big deal. But then for Kelly to be like, I don't know why she came, that's really messed up. I just think it's trifling. I think it, it was, too. And in the little speech that she gave, it was. it's kind of one of those convict, like she was like she was guilty, but she got up on the mic to say, to, to convince herself that she was right, and then she goes into the song. It's kind of what... what anyway. I mean, but you know, people do that all the time just to yeah. make I was, gonna, I was gonna better. say church, church. Yeah. You always convert to church. I'm, I'm godly. She's <laughs> like, really? But Speaking still, of that, you still do wrong. Speaking of that, so then there's little Mo yeah. at the studio with uh. Philip and Dawn, and at that point, I, I feel like I saw Dawn like really like turning. She's she's getting ready to set it up because you see what she says when little Mo tells her that Kelly is no longer going to be a part of the monologues. She says to her, she's just kind of like. You know, but Kelly's probably going through something, and you know, I, I just feel right then she was already teetering to walk away but from she, the monologue. But she should have said that in the studio when Little Mo told her in the studio where her husband like, "Hey, you know, Kelly decided not to do it." And Don facial expressions like, "Really? Like, why not?" I, I, I just think like Don just basically like is really Team Kelly, and no matter what Kelly does, Kelly can do no wrong. Which is laughing at over the black. I love her, but she's a codfish. Yes, I mean because is. she really That's has no black, she has no do. spine. She just really kind of like it's just like whatever, whatever is just the best it's thing. I feel like in favor. There's no spine in there, I, I, and I guess the biggest thing because she feel like Kelly has the most prominent career right now because she continually she's in the studio, she, and not saying the other divas don't, but at the same time she feel like oh it's all about Kelly. It's Team Kelly. But I think in the end, Kelly's going to burn Don. Well, yeah. 
I, well, I appreciate Philip because Philip said, you know, listen, as a musical director, <laughs> if Kelly's gone, then we need to take advantage of one less girl and we right. need to use this opportunity to try and get as many rehearsals as possible right, because they, they have not had any rehearsals. On. Right, because one monkey don't stop no show, <laughs> exactly. honey. They, they right, so he's like, look, let's just do it, you know. Okay, so now there's more time for everyone. Now let's get the going. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just think Don just really kind of, that whole scene with Don, like when she walked in, it was just kind of like, uh, it's about to be some sh- yeah, like when she so when she comes in there, she hugs everybody like it's all good. She's just like, "Hi." Let's just, no, first like of she all, she's about to practice. She should have came in there like, "Ladies, love you guys, but I'm not going to be able to do this." No, but, well, she wait. wanted a dramatic exit. She did. That's why she put on the chinchilla. Hey, that's what I was about to say. Why, it is 90 no, degrees like, outside. Like, no, we in LA. It ain't never 90 degrees in LA. Oh, okay, 105. No, outside. it's like it's 75. If you're in the valley, it's, yeah. No, they're at Venice though. That was the okay. the playhouse that oh, they were yeah. at. The theater is in. Yeah, Venice. it is about like say, but so like cold. she coming in with a chinchilla. I'm like, really, it's not that cold outside. But like dr- dramatic. So I'm just gonna shut them down right now. Okay, I don't know when the when she was in the studio with with Little Mo and her, and with her husband. I don't know what was the time frame, but you get to rehearsal to say that you're not going to do it. I would gas is what three dollars and eighty three cents a gallon. <laughs> I would not. I don't care if I was had twenty million dollars in the bank. I would not drive way over Yonderville to show up to rehearsal to I am say touching you like, yeah, that I am not guys. longer a part of this anymore. If Kelly can drop the bomb when I wasn't at the rehearsal to say that I wasn't there, then I feel like I don't have any loyalty to just go to a rehearsal. That would have been a nice email. Hey, she just wanted to feel like, you know what, I am very important right now because I'm about to tell them no. I think that was a production company thing. I think they told her, you have to tell them. You have to go in there and tell them that you're not going to be a part of this anymore. Because you know she probably didn't think of that. Here's what I didn't like about how Don did this. So she, Don didn't have a real reason. So she she gave it away. She was lying. Exactly. She gave it away. She should have had one reason why she did not want to do the monologues and stuck to that. Mm Because she first said because she she felt underprepared. She hadn't had as many meetings and rehearsals. And so, of course, she's sitting here thinking, you know, she said that's her reason. Okay, if that's really your reason, then stick to that. Because the next thing she does is jump to, well, this was Kelly's idea. I feel like we are being fair to Kelly. But hold on. Now you've revealed that you really, okay. But also, when she's saying that she doesn't feel like she's rehearsing, she's trying to play catch up. Little Mo said we haven't rehearsed either. So then she had to, after Little Mo had to let her know that we ain't rehearsed either, (laughs) then she had to go to another excuse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I just said the same, like, Again, like Don is not the person to have the strongest mind to make decisions, and it really kind of starting to show throughout the, every episode where Don is a follower, and that's probably <laughs> the reason why when she was in the group, the, the issues that probably took place then yeah. because she's pretty much she's a follower, she doesn't have a backbone, she and it's like do with issues, she was just following whoever left. Yeah, so you know, I just think like Don. Just, just keep to your pregnancy. I also like the fact that Little Mo. I think at this point, Little Mo, she had enough. Yeah. She was right. like, uh, she, she was like, like right. Right. that Baltimore she came out with it. She Ain't told no you, wrong you, little yeah. Mo. She said, "Does she manage you?" Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Shots. I mean, I give, I give <laughs> Don props for finally standing her ground and, and wanting to get badass, but. But she's she wait. Uh, well, thing I would say she's been respectable. She's been in crazy situations and let people do they do and and vent out their feelings yep. and stuff like that. It hasn't been until now that she's even decided to take the position of oh no, because it, clearly it seems like everybody. Who are you talking about? You talking about Lil Mo? Lil Mo. Okay. Take taking the opportunity to be like you're just walking over this situation, which is technically walking over me and my time and my efforts. I could be right, with my and that's family because that's what it becomes. 
it becomes like, what are we really doing? And if we wasting each other's time, then why we, do it? You got too much going on. You got too much going on. I definitely got too much going on. And clearly, y'all don't respect that. Do yeah. I have to say that I'm in a recording studio too? Clearly, you do because nobody acts like everybody else is a diva. I, yeah. I agree with you, but I, again, one monkey don't stop no show. So I, I see why Little Mo had to get that out. But at the same time, let them go. If they want to quit, let them quit. Because you putting and exerting your energy into these people who obviously don't respect your time or respect yeah. anything, don't respect other people's I don't time. Respect then that means you know what? Let them go. Bye. You gonna hold us down anyway? Get get out of here. Don't come back in here. And I really don't like how Don was like, well, "Where's your goddamn? Exactly. Where's like, your goddamn?" Like, oh, no, wait a minute. Just because people have get angry, I mean, Jesus got angry. He flipped he the table. So I mean, so maybe <laughs> her anger could have been a little different. But the, I don't like when people say that because you can't. You can't say that somebody doesn't have God only because they get angry. Like, that's a human emotion. I'm going to say this in a godly way. We have to wrap and let's go to news and gossip. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it then. Okay, so. Wait, wait. Before we go go to that, love boy, I forgot. It's something about Little Mo, but go ahead. I forgot. Okay. So, Andre Allen, who is the ex-husband of John Robinson, um, has hit us up on YouTube, on our YouTube page. Mm-hmm. And um, he's livid that the that Don has apparently been spreading lies about him. We saw in other episodes, Don said that he was abusive towards her. He said that's a lie. And he said there's... Um, Defamation of character. Yes. He's, he's <laughs> taking her to court because he's saying that it's not fair that she's been able to say slander and libel and say all this stuff about him that's not true. Uh, He actually said that Dom was arrested for domestic violence against him. He was not charged. He actually bailed her out and he said he has um, the proof. He also said that he was the one that divorced her and he also said that you know how she said that, that that he had three kids outside of their marriage? He says he only has four kids. Their ages are 20, 16, 5, and 2. If he had had children during their marriage, they would have been between the ages of 5 and 10. Yeah. So technically, there's probably only one of those kids that could have come about during his marriage if he did, if he did. in fact, If I cheat. did it, it was one. So, but even still, so he's livid. He's just saying that it's not fair that she's saying all these things about him that is, he says, completely untrue. So there's two sides to every story. Don't know what's true, what's not. She said he abused her. I'm not saying that he didn't because we don't know. But I'm just giving you the information about Dre's side of the story. And again, he's mad. And he's welcome to come on the show anytime. Well, Express he, yourself. He declined to, I, to come on the show, but he did at least uh, said that he's watched the show and he thinks that we are um, an amazing show and he thinks that um, that we're a group of um, informative and young, positive people. So thank you for the comments. And, thank you, thank and you. It's very, mm-hmm. it's very, it's it's always um, refreshing, I guess, how people always find out about us on um, on, on AfterBuzz, whether if it's from iTunes or if it's it's um, if it's YouTube. But a lot of the people from Armbi Divas, we didn't have to reach out to them; they actually reached out to us, or they just stumble across it. So I, I think that's great about that. You guys have any thoughts on something? I just want to say thank you, um, yeah, to I mean, everybody. I, I mean, I'm kind of glad he kind of reached out to us to kind of clear the air about yeah. what what really happened, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure we'll be probably hearing more from other people about R&B divas. So right. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a glass. I'm glad everybody's just reaching out, just being more involved with the show with us because yeah. we want to be contently right and be accurate on our depictions of the show. I mean, I think a lot of people fail to realize when they tape the show and how that plays into the actual lives of the right. people involved. Mm-hmm. So if we're able to give backstory and give extra stuff that this show typically doesn't have, then, you know, mm-hmm. that just makes it all the better. There yeah. we go. 
So, um, no, I'm, I'm going to stay out of it. But <laughs> this past weekend, the girls, R&B Divas LA, had a reunion taping. And unfortunately, they didn't tape it in LA, and so we weren't invited. But they, uh, <laughs> they, they went salty. to... Uh, you know, I was, I was upset about that. <laughs> be I, I thought we were hosting, but uh, no, Wendy Williams actually mm-hmm. uh, hosted the reunion. It's a part two, which will be... Um, are you the one? Which will air... <laughs> which will air sometime, probably sometime in September. Yeah, so. Praise God, because Joe Claire was not doing... I love you, Joe, but you wasn't built for this... <laughs> you weren't built, 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 built for the deal Joe. You down a sports show. <laughs> right. Uh, so, Steph Comedy Damn. Let's let's get into predictions. And now it's about to go to Okay, my prediction will be very quick. Um, I do believe that ooh, there's not going to be a vagina logs from Little Mo, Michelle, Claudette, and Shantae. That's me. I'll go last. I think that um, that whole situation is going to get a little to a lot bit worse before it finds anything kind of foundation. Uh, I think that eventually um, Lil Mo and her husband are going to make the decision to move out here. It's just I think it's just a matter of time. Okay. I just think that it's going to be a separation between the Divas, Kelly and Dawn, against the rest of the Divas. That's going to kind of bring more drama throughout the rest of the season. And I think by the end of the season, it, they're not going to be, like, as close as they were from the first episode. Right. As far as this whole monologue thing, now you're going to hear it. So what who cares? <laughs> I, I just, I'm so over this. I'm so over this whole monologue thing because they've drawn this out into a full season when it didn't have to go this way. And I, yeah. there's, there's a lot of missing parts. So again, so what who cares? Little Mo, um, I hope she's in L.A. because I'm going to extend my offer to you again, Little Mo. If you're in L.A., I'll hook you up with some gluten-free chicken. And Claudette's back next week, so we get, yeah, we get yeah. to see her. But, I bet you she stays friends with everybody. Well, I think they're all friends because they. I've seen pictures with all the divas since the show has aired, and they had to do the reunion. So I think, I think they're friends. I think they'll get over right. all this, this silliness. Yeah. But um, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah you right. can always find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Meg Scoop, like scoop of ice cream. And don't forget to go to SerialBuddies.com and download Adventures of Serial Buddies to help us right here on AfterBuzz TV. Uh, you can always find me at All Eyes on Black or Alfred Thomas on Facebook. Look and, on you, my face. and you can find me at True Peoples, T-R-U-P-O-P-L-E-S on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and also check out TruePeoplesMedia.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bam Erickson. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to R&B Divas LA here on AfterBuzz TV. We will see you guys next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 